Six Strange Darkness. <laughs> Hello. We're the Golden Ghouls. Shut up. Alyssa. This is what's happening. Is it starting right now? Yes, it's already oh. started. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Wanted to spooky guys throw you off a little bit. <laughs> and they were thrown off. Kylie thought I was faking it, but I meant she business. She's spooking around, spooking around. I don't get kissed right now. I don't fake it. Ugh, it's not just any kiss. It's that chocolate money. It's not just any kiss. It's the cherry-filled kiss. Oh, mm -hmm. what? Yeah, they're real good. There are cherries in there? It's well, like a cherry cream. It's not like a real cherry. Um, I'm not fucking rich. What do you think? No, it sounds... I mean, it sounds like you bought the... Just bought kidding. The... I fucking love a cherry cordial, y'all. That's like my fave thing. Noted. Right? Were they like an extra quarter? Because you know a girl don't got a quarter. Emily or said she would not send me a quarter. Even though she <laughs> owes it to me. But it's fine. Oh, I, it's fine. It's I, fine. Be a girl, I, I, can't, I can't send a quarter. What if they were passing the offering plate around at your haunted church? Uh, sorry. Because that's what we're talking about today that in churches. ain't even enough for me. Did you guys like that? that yeah, I did. That was I, a great transition. That was pretty good. I mean, yeah. I'm not even religious or anything, but I've heard about an offering plate. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, it's, it's very true. It yeah, comes around. It can be the basket. In, the, in, in my church back home, it's in a silver dish. Wow. Yeah. You fancy. Yeah. The people she, pay. They're rich. They, um, um, they, what's it called? Um, cause I, I don't like, I don't like it. One time I walked out of a church because they started talking about, um, what's it when you give your money? It's called something. Like Donate? an, like no. an offering? No. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my mom's going to like call me and kill what's me. What's it called when you give them your money? <laughs> No, it's like called something in the Bible where like it's it you should do it. You, it's like a part of like the Christian belief to like pay back, you know. And I and I that that made me furious. I walked out. I walked out the church while he was speaking about it. She'd had in front enough. of everybody. I was like, uh, what the hell? I make five bucks an hour. You ass. How old were you? Like in like high school? Eighteen. Oh, yeah. I was on my own. I was in college, but I was only making. You know, I wasn't making enough. That's bullshit. My, my bank card was getting declined at the bars. What is it? A tithing. It's tithing. I've never heard to that. tithe. Oh, thank God. <laughs> wow, everyone looks beautiful. Everyone's got a beautiful lip color on, but not me. You're naturally beautiful. Oh, yeah, so whatever. Those, those are natural features. I feel like I did this to myself. <sighs> everyone looks beautiful. Wow, that's gracious. Just, yeah. like the, just like the just church. Just like the church. Just like the church. Just like the church. Who wants to kick it off? I have two short ones and a long one, so maybe I'll start with a little yeah. short one. And I love that. It. So I got excited about this one because it's in New York City, and I'm going Ooh. in oh. January. Oh. So I'm living it up. It's St. Paul's Chapel. Is it fancy? It's a chapel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's nicknamed the Little Chapel That Stood. Cute. And it's an Episcopal chapel located at 209 Broadway in Lower Manhattan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was built in 1766, which is like this thing has history. It's been here a long time. Um, it's actually the oldest surviving church building in Manhattan. Wow. Which is what? pretty crazy. And I, I, I think I've been in this before. You may have. I think I have because my dad famous, loves history. For sure. Yeah. 
and it's one of the nation's finest examples of late Georgian architecture. Yeah, I've definitely mm-hmm. been in here. Okay. But only for a second, so I, and not enough to get spooked. Yeah. It's also a New York City landmark and a National Historic Landmark. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, big stuff. Good to know. It's, you've pop- definitely, it's popular. You've definitely seen it in movies, TV mm-hmm. shows. You've seen it. When I saw the pic, I was like, I know that place. Oh. So, it survived a lot of tragedies in its day. It's had to be rebuilt and, like, you know, it's needed some things mm-hmm. here and there. But yeah. she's still here. However, she, she um, still stands. Yeah, and its graveyard, which actually dates back to even before the church was there. Which is dope. 1697. You guys, that is so old. That is so cool. <laughs> um, it's said to be haunted. Just like me. Yeah. Yeah, it's said to be haunted by many of its occupants. So, one of those 17th century graves actually belongs to an English actor. His name is George Frederick Cook, and he loved to gamble. What a guy. So, (laughs) he lost all of his money, and then he sold his head for research. Well, what? For what? His head. Well, why did he need to sell it? Did he have a family? No one knows. There's an emergency. Maybe that's him. He wants his his head back. George Frederick. Middle name Frederick. Okay. So, he sells his head for research, and then he ended up being buried without his head later on because... He, he gambled his head away, literally. Headless horseman? Is no, he? he's not the headless horseman. <laughs> Fine. He is the headless guy at St. Paul's Chapel because <laughs> there's now a headless ghost who's been seen wandering around the graveyard in, near, in the nearby alley. No. Sometimes even in the chapel. That alley, though, used to be a theater, and he's an actor, so mm. it's like, what, uh-huh. what? But How does he get around without a head? So, you know, he he's somebody, wandering. Uh, he's, like, guys, scrambling to find this I head. I tell you what, somebody's, somebody's out there practicing their improv. He clearly messed All up. Right? Yeah. Don't be smokes. Just be, be like, hey, you're doing good. Don't be smokes. You got me scared. You got me, dude. But rumor has it that his skull was actually used in a performance of Shakespeare's Hamlet. Uh oh. Although this could be total bullshit, it could also be really tragic because he wanted to be a great actor and instead he's a headless ghost, so. But in a way, he was, you know, a part of him was on the big stage. I guess so. Post mortem. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Homst. I've never been in Hamlet. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, you've never been in Hamlet? Have I've you been in a been play? In. Um, when I was a kid, yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? Well, yeah, and I did, I did theater and drama in high school, so. Oh, so she, she was stuff. a freaking actress. Actress. My God, that's why she's so rhythmically, you I know? quit, um, drama in high school because the director was a creep. Drama Ew, no. He really liked redheaded girls. Shut oh up. God. Yeah, so. Oh my god, did he do anything? I had to go. He didn't do what? anything weird to me, but he, like, implied that I would get a part if I auditioned. Oh my god. Ew. Yeah, he was creepy. It's like, in the moment, you don't really think about it, and then you look back on it later in life, and you're like, that was inappropriate for yeah. that, like, 60-year-old man to say and that. And you always but get the weird feeling you in weird, your stomach. Yeah, if you that, get a like, weird feeling, yeah. you should... You should but we, for it. some reason, have been taught to 
ignore, but ladies okay. don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. That's it all I'm wrong, saying. Don't do it. Even if you want the part in the play. Away. Do a little twirl and sashay away. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a spooked church. All right. In uh, Oklahoma. Home, home on. The you know range. that was my home for like four years. Oklahoma. It was, yeah. Um, I lived in Norman. It was a great. It was a great town. Boomer sooner. That's what they say. Boom right? soon. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we were still we were stealing money, stealing hearts. Who is stealing oh. money? <laughs> the the, the, the sooner. That's why we were boomers. Oh, the sooner. So, yeah. I thought you meant like you and your friends. I was no. like, Emily, don't tell people that. Me and my friends were stealing hearts, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is appropriate. I mean, I confused you. Sorry. I was spooked. All right. All right. <laughs> but this spooky church, chapel, should I say. Chapel. Because you could get married in it today. Yeah. If you wanted. I mean, it's empty. Let's go. So, like, you'd probably have to really decorate that shit real nice and, like, <laughs> stack it up with chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you could if you wanted. See, I even drew it right here. <gasps> that's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. I know. It's a little chapel. That's what it looks like. It's in El Reno. But it was... It's on a fort. Of course. Uh, of course. Okay. You know? It was built in 1874... And it was built as a plan to, like, protect the Darlington Agency, whatever that the heck means. Who but, are they? But they, they, there was a Cheyenne uprising, so it was, oh. like, an Indian thing, pretty sure. Okay. Na- the Native American folk. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always say Indian. It gets me so pissed off, but it's because in these fucking things they it's put these, it. These, these things Google that people things have, put it in there. They wrote it a long time and ago, it just and they makes haven't me corrected mad themselves. Because I'm like, that's not what I mean. Yeah. It's okay. You're right. It's, it's okay. Right. We We know it, and we and we correct it. Thank yeah. you. Anyways, so it, it, there was a Cheyenne uprising. So there was a lot of war on this land. Fun fact, I was almost named Cheyenne. All right, continue. What? I'm glad that you what? weren't. Yeah. No way. My dad's yeah. is the same. You guys, did you guys remember... Or my mom's is the same. Did you guys remember that blonde Cheyenne that was like a singer for like a second? No. On MTV? Okay. No. Somebody out there will. Okay. Cheyenne, y'all. What she had now? this boyfriend with curly hair and they made one music video together. That's upsetting. It's weird. Okay. I don't like it. That name's... Well... Not my favorite. This name. fort was protecting the people there from the Cheyenne Uprising, so there was a war. It was gnarly. The Indians were trying, or the Native Americans were <laughs> trying to take back their my land. God. Yes. Eventually, they they were kind of held prisoners there, and oh. but it was like it was one of those working prisons. It's their land. And, it's rude. Yeah. Well, but, right. um, America, you know what I but mean? soon it, it held prisoners from like war to World War Two. It was holding Germans. Some Italians were held there back in the not day. The not, Italians. The Italians. not the Italians. She Italian. I know. I was offended. <laughs> she Italian. Um, but anyways, it's real haunted. Do you want to hear what the people say in this chapel? Because they specifically talk about the chapel for some reason. I'm ready. I mean, it's haunted. I'm ready. Did you hear my voice? I think they, I think they haunt the chapel because it was the one place they felt like safe and at peace. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So they say that the faucets turn on Mm. in the bathrooms. Of course, there's orbs in their photos, and there's lots of photos taken because people are getting married. 
there's um, ghostly faces looking out of a window. Like this one mm. bride was taking her photos outside. She said that they saw a face. Wow. <gasps> Spooky. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the groomsman. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, another another person who's visited the chapel there said that they've seen shadow figures. <gasps> there's there's been said to be children apparitions. <gasps> and Kids are spooky. Phantom sounds of soldiers. Get this though, because of what <sighs> what? Carly farted. Are you farted? Well, with my mouth, but... Don't lie to the people. No, I'll let you know if I rip some ass. She's a truth, Anywho. That was the noise that sold this is This is a crazy one, all right? Okay, okay. This is a crazy one at the chapel. Okay. In El Reno. (laughs) Okay, a wedding party was there. They went down to the basement of this chapel. Why? Um, I don't really know, but they were filming. They were filming with their wedding video camera, I uh-huh. guess. Because reports say later when they played it back to, you know, see the good times, there was this, there were sounds of air raid sirens what? in the background. That's really weird. Freaking creepy. And then at one point in the video, they heard a man's voice silently saying, hello. <gasps> or like I like to say, hello. 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 I used to have a cat who would be like, oh, shut up. In the middle of the night. And we'd always freak out. Holly just like snaps at me. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) when Emily does her Holly voice, it kills me. Uh, It really kills me. Are my facials weird? No, 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 no. The the sound is is so spot on. The nose rays. Oh, because we talk a lot. Yeah. Oh my! And I'm like, chill out, girl. And she's like, I'll give you what you want. The Come up here down. and get your rubbins uh-huh. because I know you want to snug. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yo. So that sounded like Snoop. Guys, go visit El Reno. The fort's haunted, but the chapel's even more haunted. How far is El Reno from Norman? Do you know? Dude, I didn't check that out. I know I never drove through. She didn't. But she will. Yes, I will, because I'm a ghost hunting ghoul. A ghoul. I'll do another short one. Live it up. Live All it up. All right. This is St. Andrew's on the Red, which, like, that name alone is kind of spooky. On the Red? On the Red. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. It's in Canada. Have we done any haunts in Canada yet? Maybe one. This is, I think Probably this not. could be a first. Uh, um... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get that can- Canadian like accent. It's not coming to me. The farthest we've gone north is like Lake Champlain. When we talk yeah. about Champ, which uh, is in love part the Champs. Yeah. So St. Andrews was completed in 1849. It's located in Selkirk, which is a, more or less a suburb of Winnipeg. Kylie looks like she might know it. Winnipeg. Just, just wait, saying. what? You've you been to Winnipeg? Hey, my brother lived in Toronto for a while. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alejandro. Maybe he, maybe he took a. Oh, speaking little... of Alejandro, we should shout him out for the mangar. Oh, Alex. We love so... you. So should we discuss? Oh, this later is or discuss now. This is his shout out. Alejandro, oh. you're fucking great. 
We thank you and we love you and we appreciate we you. My brother, you guys, Alex Alston, got us at the Manger. So he got us in to the haunted dude, suite. Stalk him for a hotel stay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So this church in Winnipeg, it's actually the oldest stone church in Western Canada, which is like oddly specific, but it's what it is, and we're going with it, and they're sticking to that. I'm there. And it may be the most haunted in Canada in, in the region oh, in Western wow. Canada. Yeah. So that is thanks to the spirits of former plague victims who <laughs> lived on that land. Oh no. So not the plague. Not aside the plague from victims. those plague victims that people see, which I'm like, what how do you know that they're plague victims? Do they look plagued? That's a good cue. Yeah, that but is. But anyway. Other apparitions are said to haunt the church's graveyard. Mm. That's pretty popular. These churches, these graveyards, that's what they I do. I mean, you, yeah, you shit where you rest, you know? You shit like, where you rest. Is that yeah. what <laughs> So, eyewitnesses have reported seeing a ghostly man who wears all black and a woman in white, which is like the classic... Emily's laughing at you shit where you, what did she say? You shit where you sleep. You shit where you rest. You shit where you rest, guys. There's Hashtag. Y'all, this one, it might be the spookiest. There's a disembodied pair of red eyes that have started vi- startled visitors. So they just come out of fucking nowhere, these red glowing eyes. It's a demon. What? There's also a ghost car that has been noted <laughs> to... <laughs> it's a Volvo. To drive through the... Hogwarts? Near the car's main entrance and just disappear. Uh, I thought it flew. No. It's driving. It just disappears. <laughs> so the people, people who have visited there and have seen apparitions have also reported having terrible nightmares <gasps> following seeing these spooky people Uh and the weirdest part is that most of their nightmares involve the gates that are on the cemetery and they just in their nightmare they see like the gates rattling but there are no hands rattling them and the gates are just like shaking violently but multiple people have reported having this exact same nightmare after visiting damn it's fallen them home it's weird and it's spooky and it's scary People better watch out over in Canada. Messed up and true. scary. So, you ghouls may not be too surprised to hear that there's a haunted church in Rome. Not Rome. Rome, what you gonna do? (laughs) Emily, asking the hard questions. I think I typed too much today. Continue, please. Rome. So. Where in Rome? I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Specific. She's gonna you get there. You the coordinates? Yes, I'll I give do. them to you. Okay. Off the record. Oh, shit. I'm Off the record? <laughs> I'm my... gonna botch this pronunciation, but I'm gonna try my hardest. So, it's at the church. <laughs> and this church is Santa Maria della Congestione de Cappuccini. Oh, <laughs> so, this means Our Lady of the Conception of the Capuchins. What? Capuchins. What religion is that? It's Italian. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, this is often called the Bone Church. 
Or the, oh, bone, the bone zone. zone. It's the bone zone, guys. What? So we're going to call this the bone zone for now on. The bone zone. So underneath. Do they get boned in the bone zone? Emily. Damn it. So underneath the church is this crypt. What? So it all began. Sound effects. Cardinal Antonio Barberini. Barberini? That's like a nickname I'd give a barber. Th- that's what I give <laughs> people nicknames like that all the time. Barberino. You Barberini. walk into your hairstylist. Yo, Barberini. Uh-huh. I'm needing a bang trim, you know? <laughs> bang trimmerini. Yeah. So he was a member of the Capuchin <laughs> Order. <laughs> We're extra what silly What the today. heck is a Capuchin? Capuchin. Capuchin. It's an Italian? She's Italian. I'm kidding. <laughs> So, I've never heard. Listen, Just wait oh, for sorry. it. My bad. <laughs> the year was 1631, Emily. Okay. And he ordered the remains of a thousand of Capuchin friars exhumed and transferred from the friary Via del Lucchesi to the crypt. The so basically friary. moving a bunch of dead bods what? to this church. So the bones were then arranged along the walls almost in OCD fashion, and the friars began to bury their own dead here, as well as the bodies of poor Romans, whose tombs were under the floor of the present uh, mass chapel. There were fri- When you said friars, you know I pictured fried chicken. This um, isn't the catacombs, I, right? And I in was Italy, not... No, in France, no. This oh. I was Similar, not... though. It, okay. This is just a common thing for them to do. Okay. I was, Interior design with bones, you know, like what else are you gonna do with them? I guess. True. I so. was, but I was not on the same page with the fact that it was a fryer, like a fryer. Gotcha. You were I was the thinking, ER. no, I, I was thinking the, the fryers fried people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you may be right. I'd like to go to a friary. Oh, yum! That sounds like a place sounds I want to be. I love anything fried. Yeah. Bones. Anyways, people. I got it now. Okay. We're talking about fryer. Yeah. F-R-I-A-R. Exactly. I don't know, like, how... Similar to monks, but they're not. Right, exactly. They're That's more like... for the society. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the difference either. I think they're more for, like... They're more Italian. They're more Italian. You know anyway. I mean? Okay. So, you've probably seen photos, and Alyssa just men- mentioned the catacombs in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, similar design, similar idea, but this was... It may have been before... Um, I'll have to check the dates on that one. And this one is supposedly super haunted. Uh, I don't know about the catacombs. But Anyone who's been is. there, let us know if something spooky has happened. Someone I know was just there. They, I, I mean, they decorated the this place with bones, so, like, it's gotta be. The next time you guys come over, I'm gonna have redone the whole place and bones. I can't bones. wait. Are they, uh, they better be real. They will. Yeah. Yeah. They're in, like, lovely patterns, and many individual bones are organized in, like, ornamental designs, and, I mean, they probably have, like, a breakfast at Tiffany's poster, like, made out of bones. Shut up. <laughs> that is the perfect thing to hang Steve on used a to sell wall. posters on college campuses, and I have a feeling that one was really popular. I mean, it was in every room. Every, every room. room ever. I didn't have a dorm room. Every apartment example. Yeah. It was. Like, we get in it. There. We get it. We get it. Whoa. So then. Careful. The Mangarinos. The Mangarinos arrived at the church. 
and Mungarines. they added they added more bones. I think there's about four thousand bodies. Okay, so now there. the monks are there. Dem bones, mm-hmm. and now they're like, let's continue this tradition. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then as the monks died during the lifetime of the crypt, um, the longest buried monk, so like one of the OG monks that were buried. Um, he was exhumed to make room for the newly deceased. Where they put him when they took him out? I don't know. Uh, they fried him. No! Friars. So visitors report feeling cold spots, obviously, and an overall eerie sensation and a feeling that they're being watched. And in the basement, there's no electricity. Uh, so the only light is like daylight coming through the cracks or the cracks in the, the bones, cracks. <laughs> osteoporosis, <laughs> or little lanterns. And... Yeah, get yourself a candle, light it up. What do you think it smells like down there? Stinky and old, musty. Those like dogs are chicken. going crazy. Yeah. Fried mugs. Would you guys have a sleepover there? No. Okay. How much money would you? For how much money would you sleep there? Um, I would do probably these days, like, where I'm at in my life, if I just had to do one, they, they would fly me there, the expense would mm-hmm. be paid, um, and then they would, they would, like, set that up, and so I would just stay. Mm-hmm. I would, like a I would, Airbnb. Right. I would go for, I would go for 5000 at least, if they did all of that. Yeah. If they at didn't, least. If they didn't do all that, like, if I had to, to do the expenses... You're talking about two hundred fifty. Yeah, thousand. Yeah, dude. Do you think? Whoa, Emily, those, that's for, quite. For those, that's quite a discrepancy. Inconveniences you want me to do? I think if they just paid for me to go there, I'd stay for free. I'd want some food. You know, they gotta buy me. You some have food. to feed me. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? I thought. Are we alone? Because I thought yeah, I'm thinking alone. alone. You're alone. You're alone. Oh, I'm by myself. Yeah, I was gonna and say you're right. not gonna do it for free. Oh, no yeah. Like I don't know my number. I don't know my number. Think about it. Get back to me. I mean, I rock, paper, scissored Steve earlier for my own three dollars, so hmm. Wow. She's out there for a hot dog and Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need it, but I wanted it back. Mm. I feel you. I didn't get it. Wow. Let us know if you've been there. Or or, or the catacombs. Yeah. I'm one. curious. Can I any just type of bone go design? To any Have bone you been zone? To bone zone? Yeah. Any bone zone? Let us know. Any bone zone will do. Get your bone zone. Get your bone zone. At the Airbnb bones, guys. In the catacombs. All right. That was good. That was good. Hey, that was really good. We're a band, right? This is becoming a theme that we're a band. Yeah. God. Yeah. We make beautiful music together every Monday night. Have you guys ever heard of Hell Houses? I don't know. Kylie, you, have you know ever heard of Hell Houses? I mean, I'm thinking of, like, Hell House, a haunted house or something. Well, Kylie, you're a Protestant. <gasps> oh, is a Hell House when churches, like, try and scare kids and they mm-hmm. tell them what hell's going to be like? Dude, while I was researching... Fire. Do you think that's how haunted Listen. houses originated? I don't know. No, because, no, okay. because I was researching. Okay. Because research. I was like, what the heck is this? Uh, we, I was looking up spooky churches, and then I found Hell House, and I was like, what is this? And it tells me that back in the 70s, a bunch of Protestants created this haunted house during Halloween in Cedar, 
Hill, Texas. That's not far from where I'm from. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not surprised at all. That's funny. And the haunted attraction, guys, they they depicted her, her, apparently horrific real life scenarios and and sins and consequences that supposedly was said to spook and damn you to hell. Well, and spook the kids. And then at the end it concludes with the depiction of heaven. But they, their their intent was to scare you. Yeah, so it's like if you act a fool, you're going to get the shitty part of this right. house. Right, exactly. And if you act right, you get to go to heaven. Right, and you want to know what the scenarios were, like the stuff they walk through? Yeah. This is some shit. Oh, there was, there was an abortion room. No! Yeah. Dang. Same-sex marriages. Ah! Yeah. Affairs. <gasps> well. This one got me confused. Raving. Yeah, uh, they go into raves. Oh. And then, of course, like, alcoholics, drugs. Sometimes you know? alcohol is fun. Do they have, like, the eight circles? I, I didn't read that, no. But, crazy. The next time it happened after Cedar Hills was in Roswell. <gasps> but now it carries on today. Frickin' Cedar, Cedar Hill. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Apparently. Oh, my God. That's, isn't that, that was, I was Why like, do people want to scare their kids? And, like, for, from, like, false information. Like, don't, you know, that's yeah. some shit. Expect that. Do you really think that what is happening in hell is that they're giving abortion? <laughs> like, that's really what's happening? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, sweaty, hell is a place on earth these days. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds like a song, too, I swear. We're just so musically inclined. We're talented at AF, as oh, the kids say. God, I believe it. All right, guys. What here's is... here's my big one. What? And my best one, probably. Ever? Ooh. I'm not going to say it's my best one ever, but I will say... It's a good... I'm excited because it's, it's in my favorite city, New Orleans. Ooh. Oh, she love it there. So the St. Louis Cathedral, which we walked by, we've talked about very briefly in episode 16, our New Orleans recap, but um, mostly I talked about Father Dagobert, who is one of the fathers who is seen there, mm. but he is one of just a few there. There are so many. It's like near Jackson Square, which is... yeah we. We walked right by, right? Yeah, we walked right by. It's that big cathedral. Oh my God. That's, like, right... I felt energy. ...in the French Quarter. Yeah, yeah it's definitely got I felt a lot of energy. energy. Well, you know, there's good energy there, and there's bad energy there. And it, okay. You I, know, might, I might have been in the right spot. Sometimes you catch the good, and sometimes you catch the bad. You take them both, and there you have. My God. <laughs> the facts, facts of life. life. The facts okay. Of life. So, this place... <laughs> I think I talked about kind of Jackson Square almost feeling like the hub of activity in New Orleans. In St. Louis, Cathedral is like right there. So obviously it's popping off. So this place is beautiful. So much so that people have like these big lavish weddings there and it's huge. You know, it's uh-huh. the spot. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really cool around there. Yeah. Um, locals often consider this to be like the heart of New Orleans. Like this is it. When they think of New Orleans, they're like... Jackson Square. Jackson Square. St. Louis Cathedral. True. So, it um, it faces the Mississippi River, as the people know. So, there's energy from there. There's energy all around. Huh. So, construction on the cathedral 
actually began in 1789 for the way it's seen today. So, as you guys know, New Orleans has been through hell and back. They had all those fires, all the flooding, so all of their buildings, most of them have had to be redone. Restored, yeah. Yeah. So, um, as we see it today, that construction started in 1789, and it wasn't completed until 1794, um, and then they expanded it in 1850, but this actually makes it the oldest building of its kind in North America. Huh. So. Wow. Yeah. The original building, though, that is no longer there, was built in 1727, and it's a far cry from what it is today, but it was taken by the Great New Orleans Fire that happened on Good Friday in 1788. Uh -uh. So they didn't even really wait that long to (laughs) start reconstruction after that. You freaks. Oh my god. So, um, yeah, they got to work, like, not even a year after that fire, And then, um, in 1909, a bomb detonated inside of the cathedral, so that fucked it up, so they had to rebuild from that, and then all that really did was shattered windows and damaged some of the galleries, but still, it's like, can this place catch a break? I mean, can New Orleans catch a break? Right, and Mm -hmm. then when Katrina hit, um, in 2005, the church suffered, quote, an assortment of damage. So what actually happened was these two huge oak trees were uprooted from the ground by the high winds. Obviously, it's a fucking hurricane. (laughs) Um, This ornamental gate got destroyed. And a marble statue of Jesus, touchdown Jesus, y'all saw him. Um, He lost a thumb and a finger. A thumb and a finger, y'all. Not Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. So, with all this history, it's thought to be overwhelming with how much activity is going on there. Overflowing, some might say. Uh, Truly. So, (laughs) there are a total of 11 priests who are actually buried beneath the church. Of course. So, many people over the years have reported seeing sights of them, as well as the ghostly chanting and singing on the grounds, which we talked about in episode 16 with Father Dagobert. But... The ghost who's most often seen at the cathedral is that of Father Antoine. Antoine. He was, <laughs> get this, a Spanish capuchin friar what? who arrived in New Orleans in 1774, and he served as a pastor there until his death in 1829. Okay, wait, just pause real quick. Wasn't Antoine the guy who said, hi, your kids? <laughs> Antoine Dodson. Yeah. The same guy. yeah, that's yeah, oh that's him. Oh my god, is he the friar? Yeah. <laughs> so, god damn it. Had your kids, had your wife. That's what Father Antoine said. He did because Uh-oh. he was up to no fucking good when he got off that boat from Spain. He was determined to establish old world harsh Catholic. Catholicism. Wow, that's a hot In <laughs> in a New World setting, because we all know that New Orleans was. They were trying to mix it up. They were trying to be a little ahead of the times, change they it up. Totally are. Yeah. So 
the coolest people. People actually referred to him as the Spanish bigot. <gasps> and he caused pain and trouble to all. Sounds oh, like it. Antoine. He even tried to establish a holy court of inquisition in Louisiana, but the people were glad that he failed at that because they were not having that. So, um, all of his misdoings and the harm that he caused became this source of great shame for him. Good. Uh And... So he wasn't a sociopath. No. So he underwent a spiritual renewal, and that totally changed his his perception of what his ministry should be like. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm proud of him. So, he made it right. It takes a lot to realize you're an asshole and change. Yeah. So, he is thought to also be buried under the church, but his name is not listed on the cathedral's list of burials given in history Mm. that Mm. they've got on their website. Well, who would want to put a bigot? Well, he turned out to be a good guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, probably confused me with her anger. I said I'm proud of him. Yeah, Uh, we are proud of him. Oh, yeah, he changed his ways. His ghost... How quickly I forget. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His ghost has been reported more than any other in the cathedral and is widely recognizable because he's got this portrait that's still displayed inside and people see his apparition and they're like, wait, why do I know that guy? Hello? (gasps) I saw his pic. Antoine? There he is. So, he appears as a full-body apparition. He looks like a real person. People go up up to him pretty often. Like, he looks that real. Oh, um, they say he looks exactly like his portrait. Wow. Spinning image. They Who was see, the artist? Did, he, I don't know. Did he, ha- he had to come back to, like, redeem his ways. Yeah. So they see him as a tall man with brown eyes and a flowing white beard wearing a black robe and sandals, which is, like, that's, that's who he was. That's very right now. That's a look. It's a look, honey. He could pass. Yeah. He could totally pass. Yeah. What they think is going on is that he was, he's still feeling really ashamed of his past doings. Mm-hmm. Um, there. So he's trying to Christ it. Or he was so tied to his congregation that he wanted to come back and stay with them. That's true also. He was a very serious dude about his ministry. He was dedicated. Yeah. So he's also seen walking down Father Antoine's alley, which is like right outside. We walked through it. Oh, it's where I saw a lady take a shit one time, which is disrespectful. I remember walking down there and you telling the story. I had no I asked so many questions. I was like, wait, was she by herself? And I guess no, I was helping her. Her boyfriend was helping her take a shit in the alley. I That's disgusting. I just, I'm amazed every day. It's like, fucked up. Ugh, that is. So they see him walking down the alley deep in prayer, reading from a book of prayers. Which is like so specific. Well, he should have prayed that no one was going to take a shit in that house. Right? He probably did after that. Maybe that girl was so scared that she was like, I have to shit. Dude, she's haunted now. Shitting in the street. Yeah. Shitting in the story. He's also seen deep in thought walking through the cathedral garden. Oh, nice. And, um, this happens during all times of day, so it doesn't matter day or night. Tourists see him. They often see him hurrying through the streets of the French Quarter, and then he just disappears. Dude, what you doing there? He's got business to attend to. Uh. In one instance, there's this woman who was in high heels, which you guys know those streets are all janky. Yeah, yeah, he's all too And she was hurrying down Father Antoine's alley, and she tripped, and she was gonna, she was gonna get fucked up. Uh Uh-oh. But Mm -hmm. no, 
She was caught by a man in a robe who helped her onto her feet and then disappeared before she could even thank him. Just disappeared into thin air. Antoine's all said. It was Father Antoine. Uh, Dad? He's also seen when the children's choir rehearses, um, they will see him sitting in the pews opposite of the altar and just listening. He looks so content. He's loving life. He's living his best life. I'm glad he's at peace. I'm glad he's at peace, too. He seems really peaceful. Yeah. During the holidays, he's especially active. He appears in the choir loft and holds a white candle during the Christmas Eve Mass. And then he walks down a side aisleway and disappears. Oh, he just came to be with you guys. He's so dedicated. He is. He's He's so dedicated. I love y'all. He's a good dad. I'm going to be here. Number one dad. Yeah. Antoine. Hashtag Antoine. All right. We got a wild card here. Uh-oh. I guess not really, but it's Is a departure because we've got the voodoo queen, Marie Laveau. <gasps> she's there. She is also seen at the cathedral. Dude, she's everywhere. So she's actually buried in St. Louis Cemetery Number 1, but she has been seen in the cathedral almost as much as Antoine. So, she followed two religions, as some people know, Catholicism and voodoo. Oh, that's, that's, that's confusing. That wild mix. Then, well, I, then she may be, I don't know, she may she, be, like, repenting her ways. What was that? I'm scared. So, she was a devout Catholic and worked with Father Antoine, actually, in his mis- ministry. She helped the poor, the sick. She also helped to nurse yellow fever patients, which is, like... That's a that's a big thing it's to big do. It's pretty is. scary. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all by the side of Antoine. Wow. So she thought that this was like her in with the church. She thought she was golden. Mm-hmm. But no. Despite her good deeds, she was actually denied a marked tomb when she died, which is why no one is like 100% sure that that tomb is hers. But we're pretty sure it is. And, um... All of because her darker practice in voodoo. Mm. Yeah. So she also appears as a full human-like apparition. So people don't know her from a ghost. Mm. They think it's her. For real. It's powerful. Just like Antoine. She, um, so when she's not seen in the cemetery where she's buried, she is in the cathedral, often visiting, um, the basilica she's seen praying on her knees twice a day early morning and evening wow yeah okay yeah sometimes people also see her in the streets of new orleans i heard that she's everywhere she she lives it up there all right now we got a bad lady okay i knew there was one Madame Delphine Lalaurie. We talked about that her in, one, in our first New Orleans episode. That was a while back. I, that was, I, I don't even remember what episode that was. I don't remember it's the episode. Been, it's been a minute. But you'll remember she had a history of torturing slaves in her French Quarter home, and she, like, in a way, sullied the city's history. She really Wasn't fucked she, with people. She was, like, the... Um, wasn't she kind of like flamboyant and or like I don't, ugh, never mind I'm thinking of somebody else I thought she was like a rich she was rich okay. she was very well off yeah she, she was like a piece a, of shit though that's what they okay yeah. yeah 
So, um, they see her praying for her sins in a third row pew and pacing back and forth in front of the confessional booths, probably wanting to ask for forgiveness for all the bullshit. Repent! Which, That's what she's there for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Now we've got... There are so many, y'all. Uh-oh. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready. All right. We've got Jean de la Chaux. Oh. So he was actually the person who went to Paris to purchase a bell and a clock for the original tower. And while that tower eventually collapsed, um, they built a new one in 1849. And they think that the... Well, they know that the original bell was used, but they think that a newer clock was installed, which gives him, like, great unrest because he went all the way to freaking Paris to get this clock. And he's also seen as a full-body apparition. He is just, like, a pretty normal-looking guy, but he's dressed in early 1800s attire, and people are like, who's that? And they always see him looking at that clock. With disdain. So pretty much you could walk in and it's sprawling with people, but they could all be ghosts. But they're all fakies. Yeah. All right. Next guy. Ben Henry Latrobe. Ben Henry. Ben. Benry. (laughs) So he was the designer of the bell tower, and he actually died before the tower was finished, and this was like his labor of love, so he was probably torn up inside over it. Had to go back. And that's probably why he's still there. But he was most active during the final days of construction of the tower, when he, which he didn't get to oversee. And um, workers said that they felt a strange, heavy presence. And the people who lived in near the tower, they also felt that too. Um, the workmen would only work with a partner because they were so spooked. And tools and objects would often be moved by unseen hands. <sighs> You know, that's dangerous. They would also hear a lot of strange sounds, heavy breathing, typical ghost shit. They said they felt almost like someone was just, like, watching over their shoulder. Um, And sometimes the bell will faintly sound when no wind is present. Ooh. So. I I love a good bell sound. Yeah, when no one's present. (sighs) That's even better. Yeah. All right. This is the last one. Who is it? Amy Brussel. Oh. No, it's spelled differently. (laughs) So she was a devout Catholic and the daughter of a successful baker in town. And she grew up under the influence of our guy, Father Antoine. Mm -hmm. But she ended up marrying a Jewish merchant, Edward Gottschalk, against her family and the church's wishes. So her family and the church were like, hey, this is a bad idea. Don't do it. Wild and crazy girl. But she did it. So, this marriage went south real fast because that's, that's her husband happened. was keeping a mistress who lived down the street from them. You know, mom yeah. and dad always know. Am I right? Mom and dad always know. You're right. So, she actually had several children. Her youngest daughter, Teresa, died of yellow fever. And then her son, Louis Moreau Gottschalk... He inherited her musical talent and was considered to be a child prodigy in music, but her husband sent him to Paris at the age of eight to study with the masters there, and he became the first American artist of great acclaim over there. But she was so fucking lonely. One of her children died. The other got sent to Paris. Her husband's stepping out on her, so she's, like, fucking sad as hell. 
So, to kind of, like, fight against her depression, she spent long hours in the Basilica of the Cathedral playing the organ. Um, That seems sad to me. Yeah, the organ is sad, but it was beautiful to her, and she was quite talented. All right, she liked it. So... She is seen dressed in a dark, full-length dress from the mid-19th century. They have specific looks, these folks. So, she's deemed the weeping woman by locals, and she's most often seen in the organ loft looking down at the peeps with a depressed demeanor. Damn, girl, you know what? You should have lived it up. She should have. Fuck that asshole. Fuck it, she should have gotten a... a man down the street too. But yeah, I'm living yeah. it up. I'm I'm drinking his whiskey. The man's not home. Come <laughs> on in. Let's do it. We're alone. She's, bone zone. The bone bone zone. zone. See bone everything. Just zone back full circle. Girl, you know? don't weep. Find yourself that Antoine and get busy. It all comes back to the bone zone. Mm-hmm. But they say that she looks depressed. But sometimes she looks angry or frustrated. Which, uh, I don't fucking blame her. I don't blame her. She's sexually frustrated. <laughs> I know. Others observe that it seems like she wants to communicate with the living, like she kind of tries to reach out to people, but... Hello? Sometimes the people she's trying to reach out to don't see her. Oh, God, and she's so alone. The reason that they call her the Weeping Woman, though, is because her soft sobs of grief are often heard in the cathedral vaults. Hmm. That's haunting as hell. Why are you down there? Come up where there's fresh air. Come up. And yeah. there's men to Come up spare. to the shit alley, honey. <laughs> Bone, zone. Bone, zone. Bone, zone. Get bone, yourself in zone. that bone zone. The frickin' bone zone. I want a man. cheeseburger. I want a cheeseburger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. Freaks. What a week we... I mean, what a week we're gonna have. It's gonna be crazy. We got tattooed on Thursday mm-hmm. at a haunted tattoo shop. Totes. And there has been a lot of activity, which the Night Owl podcast, who's another Austin podcast, has been researching. So if you are interested or you are out of listening material, go check them out because... Pretty dope. Steven, who writes it and does all the investigative work, is lovely. We met him on Thursday also. But he's been investigating at Spider House, and they've got some weird activity going on. And they didn't tell us much about it, but I kind of brushed it off and didn't think about it. Yo, I blacked out, so... (laughs) Kylie and I went outside later, and I got this, like, instant migraine and I went back inside and um I told the guys in the shop and they were like oh god what? They were like, that's what's been happening to people. No, I had the worst migraine. We went down to the to um, the gas station so I could get some medicine. Yeah, it's I was been... Like, it, was, it was like, I couldn't open my eyes. Whatever Dang. is living below the tattoo shop is making people sick, and oh they are God. trying to get to the bottom of it. I think they've Literally. kind of figured it out. It's the bone zone. But, um, yeah, I got super sick, and the guys in the shop were like, shit. Like, you need to sit down. This is what's been happening to people. That's, yeah. And they were like, as soon as the energy shifts, you just feel it. Oh, my God. And I did. I did, too. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So I I got pretty sick, but I made it. And now we have these sick tats. Yeah, I love my tats. As the people say. 
Fresh ink. Girl, but I, it's a I, photo shoot. That is shoot. crazy because when I was on that table, I just felt like I blacked out and I felt so sick. Weird. I wonder if that happened when we went outside because we did go outside did go when, when she was getting tattooed. Yeah. Oh my god. That's weird. And it wasn't like it was hurting me or something. It was yeah. because I just I all just of a sudden it just shifted. Yeah. And I was like, my. Oh, That's oh, weird. God. You know where else the energy is going to shift? San Antonio this weekend. Oh, wow. We are going on a little adventure, but we're going to start the night off with a haunted pub crawl. Everyone is invited. You all can come. It's at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. December 8th. Black Wolf. Black <laughs> Bad Wolf. Him too. Bad Wolf uh. Ghost Tours. There is a link to purchase tickets on our Facebook. There's an event, so you can do that whole song and dance. 10 p.m. meets in front of the Alamo. I think it's like two hours long. We go to three or four bars, learn about the hauntings in San Antonio. It's about Sagal Zale. We'd love come to meet out. we'd love to meet anyone who wants to come, hang. Yeah. And do a little investigating before our, our real big investigation. So Yep, yep, because yep, the manga's gonna get spooky. Yeah, We're gonna yeah. get spooked. Alright, well uh yeah, y'all come to that. That's all I have. Yeah. But t- okay, beyond that, tell your friends and family about us. <laughs> Am I right? Like, let the people know. Let the people know. We want to hear your spooky stories. We want to hear what, you know, what's going on in the haunted world. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let us in. Let us in your, let us in your spook town. Yeah, yeah. send us your personal experiences to the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to have them. We yeah. love it. We'd Those love listener stories, you. like, pop it off. <laughs> they pop it off. I want... A ghoul talk to a million. Yeah. Wow. That's the goal. That's a lofty dream, but we'll see what happens. Anywho, we love you all. Until next time, stay, stay spooky. spooky. Ooh. Ooh.